Welcome to this Life I Live in Truth podcast, a podcast about living life authentically. Each week, we deliver the best stories from individuals who have decided with intention to live authentic lives. Now, here's your host, Jesse Belizel. Audience, the guest that I am getting ready to introduce to you is really nothing short of amazing. Not only is he an award-winning mentor, inventor, author, former engineer, and internationally renowned speaker, (laughs) man, I'm telling you, the list goes on. I still really... This person that I'm getting ready to introduce to you, I still can hear his voice inside my head as an 18-year-old me uh, was listening to him um, tell a room full of McNair scholars that it is important for you to get your hair did than to get your hair done. (laughs) And so to drive that home, it really is what you have inside your brain that matters most. And that was really the message that I gleaned from um, his dynamic um, speaking um, engagement that I was in attendance for over, I'm not going to tell you my age, but over many moons ago. Uh, So I don't want to belabor this introduction, but I am absolutely humbled and honored to introduce a man really who needs no introduction, Dr. Calvin Mackey. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mackey. Oh, Jesse, thank you for having me. And I remember those many moons ago when we met. (laughs) And I find it uh, in God's purpose that we we find ourselves together here many, many moons later talking. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. I am just so glad, given your busy, busy schedule, for you to really just set aside some time to just um, speak with me and, you know, with the audience. Uh, I'm just really, really grateful. So thank you to your entire team for allowing this moment to take place. No problem. Thank you. They make, they, they, they're good people. They make it happen for me. And I'm happy they was able to make it happen for you. Thank you so much. So before we get right into the swing of things, uh, I thought it would be great for us to take a moment together to kind of tell our audience a little bit more. I know I did some of it in the introduction, um, but to just tell our audience a little bit about yourself and just um, take a few moments to really introduce, you know, Dr. Calvin Mackey. So who is this doctor? Well, Jesse, uh, I like to say I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm from Backertown, Girttown, Zion City. I'm from the lower nine, we don't mind dying. I'm from that wild magnolia. I thought I told you I'm from that CP3. You know, you know me. And this is what I'm trying to say is that I started from the bottom. (laughs) And now now I'm here. here. (laughs) Now we're here. I grew up in New Orleans in a house with no books. My father dropped out of school. In the eighth grade to pick cotton, my mother went to a state-approved Negro high school. Uh, after growing up in New Orleans, I went on to uh, enroll in Morehouse College, where I started Morehouse College in remedial reading. 
in, the, in developmental mathematics. Uh, people said I wasn't college material. But 11 years later, I had a BS in mathematics from Morehouse, a BS, MS, and PhD in mechanical engineering from Georgia Tech. So in, so in 11 years, I got four STEM degrees. And uh, since then, uh, only thing I've been trying to do is to pour hope uh, into everybody I come across because somebody spoke hope into me. And I think what the world is really missing right now is, uh, is, is belief and hope that uh, we can get up each day and make a better tomorrow for ourselves. So the degrees is what I accomplished, uh, given hope, is uh, who I am and, and my purpose. I love it. I love it. Being that um, you asked me before I pressed record, you know, what is really the purpose of this whole podcast? I think you really sum it up wonderfully by sharing basically what your purpose in the world is, is to just pour hope into others. And I really hope that um, I can um, provide a platform for people to feel uh, where they can have hope and um, through interviewing dynamic people like you for them to realize that, you know, there are different ways to get to finding your purpose. And what's really important is really starting from where you are and just going from there and just having the appetite and the capacity to to want something different for your life, to want something better. Um, and sometimes it takes seeing somebody that looks like you or hearing a podcast like this to be like, hey, if he can do it, if he grew up in a house where there were no books, I see, my, I see that in my life. So I know that I can aspire for those same things, you know? So thank you for and that. There's, a, there's, there's, there's no doubt about it. And that's what we have. That's what we need. We need people to take action on their life. We need people to put, i never forget, I used to watch the little Christmas shows on TV uh, every holiday season. I remember the one with the Indomitable Snowman and the big snowman monster had fallen down. They were trying to teach him to walk. And the song was, you know, they say, put one foot in front of the other, and soon mm -hmm. you'll be walking out the door. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, now as an adult, I watch that and I scream because that's what we need to do every day. Get up, put one foot in front of another, uh, put one word on a piece of paper and put another, uh, put Absolutely. one word on a podcast and another, but you got to start somewhere and start where Absolutely. you are, what you have, and go Absolutely. from there. Absolutely. Very well said, Dr. Mackey. Um, in that, along the lines of just you, Dr. Mackey, and you are definitely a purpose-driven man. So I wanted to ask you, do you believe that purpose crosses discipline? And um, do you believe that they kind of go hand in hand? Uh, does it cross discipline? What do you mean by that? Um, so basically, do you believe that whatever it is that you um, are, what you feel your purpose is, do you think that purpose also has to do with refining um, your craft and just perfecting your discipline? Do you think that 
You right. have to have discipline in order to fulfill your purpose. Do you think that they're, they go hand in hand as you're working to achieve um, purpose that it requires discipline? Uh, yes. So I believe discipline is necessary to achieve anything. As a matter of fact, I believe okay. anything that you're trying to do, you need to be intentional and consistent with effort mm-hmm. in trying to get there. Now, here's the thing. You can be intentional and consistent and work at something forever but never, but never be on purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, 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 I, I just don't believe every African-American boy or black boy was put on this earth to be an entertainer, rapper, or football player. But I know many kids and many parents that are pointing to their kids with, with intentionality and consistency trying to make that dream come true only to find eventually that that wasn't the purpose in the first place. Mm-hmm. I even, you know, look at, I, I was at Magic Johnson recently, and we started a program called STEM Grambling with his company, Sodexo Magic. You know, and Magic Johnson is nearly a billionaire businessman, and mm-hmm. I often wonder was his purpose in this world to be the businessman that he is now rather than a basketball player. Now, the basketball took him there, but just think if you to put all that intentionality and effort uh, and discipline into, into business instead of spending, let's say, 18, 15 years, how many years he played in the NBA. Right. Uh, now, of course, Magic Johnson was able to uh, accumulate this, this pile of wealth that allowed him to jump off his business, but his mm-hmm. business acumen might have always been there. So right. mm-hmm. we, we have to have discipline in everything that we do, and we have to be intentional and consistent. But I'm, I'm one that really believes that we should get, at, get up every day and ask God, what is it that you put me on this earth to do? Yes. And even when we're working through those things that we think we really want to do, we need to keep our eyes on, open to the universe speaking to us about the things that we're supposed to be doing. Because, you know, because that's happened, that happened to me. I had a Ph.D. in engineering. I always said I wanted to be a college professor. You know, I wanted to have a lab. I didn't want nobody to know my name. I just wanted to do research. And lo and behold, uh, now I'm speaking to people all across the country and I used to pray, I used to say, God, do you want me to teach 50 people a semester of 500 people a day? And I used to get the word. I used to get the message. And every year I'd get up and go, be, and go back to being a professor. And then Hurricane Katrina came. And I had tenure. I was living a dream. I was 37 years old, uh, making six figures. I mean, I had a job for life. Hurricane Katrina hit, devastated New Orleans. Tulane University eliminated the engineering program. So as the first and only African-American ever tenured in the history of the College of Engineering at Tulane University, I lost a six-figure job. And Jesse, I'll never forget, I called my pastor, and he was laughing when he answered the phone. I said, I said, Pastor Brown, what you doing? He said, man, he said, I see on TV you lost your job. I said, you find that funny? He said, you don't? I said, no, I got eight people living in my house. My daddy on hospice, depending upon me, and I'm going to lost my job. He said, Brother Mackey, the only thing God did for you was that, but you didn't have the courage to do for yourself. And I Mm. hung up the phone on him. I hung up the phone on him. We laugh about it today. And I was forced. I was going to write a book called, uh, 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 what did I say I was going to call a book? Uh, You know, uh, by faith. You know, I was was cast out by faith. I was forced into my purpose almost by faith because I refuse to, to take that leap, take that step, take that, you know, that one step. I want to be in that lab, and now this is where I'm supposed to be. And I've never looked back, and I've never been more happy, and I've never uh, impacted uh, more people 
uh, than I could be doing right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just to add to the point that you just made, I've interviewed many people, many successful people, and a lot of the, I would say the reoccurring theme is the moment that they decided to go into business for themselves was that moment in their in their career where they were doing really well, but they got to a point where they felt uncomfortable. And, you know, it, it was that moment for them that let them know that it was time to take a leap. And, you know, for you and for your life, your purpose was kind of forced upon you, right? Um, so yeah, we and, all and I, and I was uncomfortable, get to it. I was uncomfortable mm-hmm. before then. Right, uh, right. I, I agree mm-hmm. with exactly what you're saying. I was very uncomfortable. I was even unhappy. And many of the people that's listening to this podcast, many of the educated people listening to this podcast, they went mm-hmm. and they got degrees, they got education, they got great jobs, they're making a lot of money, and they're still not happy, and they're right. still uncomfortable. And they get up every day and go back into that environment because they believe, uh, 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 they feel trapped, or they believe this is what they have to do. Right. And I had every opportunity to leave, and then. I guess I didn't have the courage right. not to try to keep one foot in and one foot out. Mm-hmm. And a hurricane came and blew the city down and blew me out. Uh, right. So I think uh, everyone at some point will be challenged with those type of uh, opportunities. Absolutely. So while we're speaking to that group of people, what can you say to them specifically to kind of encourage them through this period of uncomfortableness that they're feeling? (laughs) A a leap. You know, it's funny. I was reading a quote the other day, and they said the comfort zone is where dreams go to die. You know, (laughs) said comfort is a drug. Once you get used to it, it becomes addicting. Give a weak person consistent stimulation, good food, cheap entertainment, and they'll throw their ambitions right out the window. And many of us, that's all we want. That's why we people are struggling through COVID. Because all the distractions, you know, I said we found the WMDs as weapons of mass distractions. So the mass mm-hmm. distractions keep us from focusing on our dreams and our ambitions that we have uh, willingly given up for jobs and, and for checks and for positions and for titles. And now in COVID, people are struggling because they're at home. You know, football wasn't on. Basketball wasn't on. There was no concerts. Nobody they couldn't go to restaurants where people gave them a false sense of entitlement because they had a title. Their money really even didn't matter. So a lot of people struggling in this period now because they have to get up and face uh, the person uh, they wish they were when they look in the mirror. So right. I think nobody's going to be the same on the other side of this. Right. People have seen, you know, something within everybody has been kind of turned up a notch. Right. You know, like a knife been poked in and been turned. And they had to deal with this somebodyness that they was that they was masking, whether it was alcohol, whether it was with titles, whether it was with clothes, whether it was with cars, whether it was with these false premises of success. And a right. lot of people now are struggling with who am I? The two existential questions. They're really struggling with now who am I and why am I here? Who am I and why am I here? Well, make sure you click that subscribe button so you never miss a show. Man, Dr. Mackey is the truth. I strongly recommend reading and purchasing his book, A View from the Roof. 
It is a book filled with lessons on life as well as business that I still today am gleaming from. So I wanted to take a moment to share the link here with you all so you too can have your personal copy. Feel free to visit https colon backslash backslash amzn period to backslash three two capital U as in unicorn five lowercase x as in xylophone capital O as in octopus and Z capital as in zebra. Alright guys, if you missed that verbal delivery of the link, no sweat. Check the description box for the link. Now back to the show. That is that is powerful, Dr. Mackey. Um, it these are really simple questions, however, they are very, very profound and it takes it takes a while, right? To, to get yeah. to that, you know, even in your middle age or well into your 30s, you know, this is uh, the late Nipsey Hutzel says, you know, this this is this is a marathon. This is a marathon. It's definitely a marathon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I want to get into really the reason why, you know, our paths crossed. Um, Listeners, for those that, you know, don't know about Dr. Mackey, I just say Google him. (laughs) Um, But he has been for quite a long time, he has been touching the lives of our black and brown youth for decades. Um, So I wanted to ask you, Dr. Mackey, why has it been and why is it so important for you to touch this demographic specifically? Uh, the simple question is because somebody touched me uh, every, everywhere along the way. Uh, when I wanted to give up, when I wanted to quit, when I didn't even know, there was somebody there to grab me and say, no, you go this. When I wanted to go the wrong way, you know, they say, they say when a student is ready, the teacher will appear. And the teacher always appeared for me. And I want to be, you know, when I was going through, I would look back in the wake of, of my life, and I looked at the people who touched me, and I said, I, I want to be like those people. You know, I, I want to I be the fishermen of men, the fishermen of women. I want to make sure that our kids know that there's somebody, someplace, somewhere that's trying to be there for them to give them the advice that they need. And one of the greatest uh, compliments I got this morning, I went fishing this morning. I love mm-hmm. to go fishing. That's, that's my respite. But uh, one of a student that used to work with me called me last week and he asked me some questions, and we got into it hot and heavy about the stock market and all. So he texted me this morning and he said, man, I'm sure glad you don't charge for advice, you know. <laughs> and, we, you know and we bust out laughing. But that let me know that he know he can always call me he can always text me. He can always e- email me and get advice. I think sometimes, Jesse, us, I'm talking about us, me, the, mm-hmm. the people, my ilk, the educated, the successful, uh, we, we, we've totally detached ourselves from everything that is real. And I'm not right. talking about the people, the, you know, in my house or my family. I'm talking about the people in the world, in the community, 
that need us and need the knowledge, the inspiration, and the direction that we've gotten uh, from, 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 from participating in this thing called life. To keep it to our own is a travesty. Yes, yes. I could not agree more. And for listeners who are not aware, um, Dr. Mackey, I've been following his career for the longest and he has really inspired me to, I feel like I'm still, I'm still climbing, um, but he has really encouraged me um, to, to really give it my, give it my best um, because this, this thing called life, you know, at least here on this earth, you know, we get one shot at it. Um, so what really catapulted, uh, me reaching out and asking, you know, if he would grace this podcast with his presence is, um, there was a lot of interaction on a Facebook post that he had, um, made mention of, and it really, really touched me. And one of the things that you said, Dr. Mackey was, we have to be concerned about all of God's children. So I wanted to give you a moment to kind of speak to that a little bit more and expound on really what you meant about that. Um, I believe we are one humanity. Uh, I mean, I believe a, a birth is a gift from God. So I'm a gift, you're a gift, the kid down the street is a gift. And, and, and the blessings that have been a sport that has been uh, this, uh, put upon us, are given to us, is, is blessings that we should share for us. I'm going to tell you a little story. I, 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 do, I have two sons, mm-hmm. uh, Miles and Mason, and, you know, I started a program called STEM NOLA where we've engaged 50,000 kids in hands-on science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And people always ask, you know, where did this idea come from? Why did you decide to create a program where you can go into the community, low-income, low-resource communities, and induce them? People say they don't want it. People said, you know, it, you know, it's not needed. Uh, they're just a waste of time. But we've shown that there's a thirst in these communities of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Well, I wanted my sons to have uh, this knowledge. So uh, one day my son came home. He's like in the third grade. And he said, Dad, you know, I, I don't like science anymore. And I said, boy, that's not in your DNA. That's not possible. He said, no, my teacher just write on the board. And I don't like it. And I said, well, we're going to fix that. I started uh, doing uh, science and technology engineering STEM experiments in a garage with him and his little brother. Before you know it, the young man next door came in. Before you know it, the children down the street came in. Before you know it, they had like 20 kids in the garage uh, doing STEM on Saturdays. But one day my son came home, and I said, what's your grades, boy? He said, Dad, I got all A's. I said, now, that's my son. That's what I expect of you. He said, Daddy, my friends want to know how I know all this. I said, did you tell him you do this in the garage with your daddy? He said, yeah, daddy, but my friends need this. Right. Right then and there, he realized that he was exposed to somebody and things that his friends were not. And he had the empathy and the compassion to really believe that if his friends were exposed to that person and exposed to those things too, they'd be just as smart as him. And right then and there, my son could have taken a knife and just jigged me in the stomach because what he did to me was that he told me that, Daddy, you've become just like everybody else, keeping your time, your talent, and your treasure just in your own house rather than giving it to people who, who need it. 
and he punched me in the mouth. We didn't know it. We laugh about it to this day. But that was the impetus to make me realize, yeah, these are my two children, but all these children are God's children. So if I'm living my purpose, it's not enough to just give it to my two. It's my responsibility to give it to as many kids as I can. And if all of us had that type of mentality, a whole lot of kids would not be in a despair that they find themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know if you know, um, um, Dr. Reagan flowers, but she is, um, yes, yes. yes, She does uh, similar, similar things to you. Um, but she also was on the podcast a few months prior and we really talked about the importance of reaching back. And so what you spoke about just now is just a personified example of reaching back. You know, once you've uh, attained some level of success and that is subjective to every person, right? Um, it's important for us to reach back and to normalize reaching back. And I think uh, COVID has really taught us um, that, you know, because we're all trying to get through this together. Whether it's, are you good? Do you need anything? You know, whatever way we can, because before before all of this happened, you know, we were all very in this rat race, right? And so we're busy. That's right. busy, busy and concerned and in fight or flight mode and just concerned about ours and ours alone, right? And we don't even really have the time to think about our brother and our sister because we're so busy, concerned about making ends meet on our end, you know? And so this time of reflection that, you know, hopefully some many have been able to experience over these last few months um, has uh, encouraged us to um, grow our, our, our resumes and to just um, expand and dabble in interests that we've had and just didn't think we had the time to explore. Um, so yeah, Dr. Mackey, thank you so much. As we are getting ready to wind down, I wanted you to take a moment to share with the audience, you know, how people can stay connected with you, also what projects you have in the works. Um, so tell the people. Uh, Calvin Mackey, that's what my mom named me, so C-A-L-V-I-N, <laughs> Mackey, M-A-C-K-I-E, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, that's who I am, Calvin Mackey. And, and Jesse, I, I, I've just been devoting all of my time, all of my energy to building what I call this, the STEM ecosystem where we can go into an area and, and overlay uh, this entire methodology over a city and engage an entire city, families, communities, and kids in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics and make sure that our kids are exposed to the possibilities of the 21st century. Uh, I'm, I, I don't... I don't have, I'm not at liberty now to tell you a big announcement that we'll be making within three weeks, but we've okay. been doing this primarily in New Orleans. Like mm-hmm. I said, ExoMagic and Magic Johnson backed us to do it in Grambling, so we proved that this model can work in an urban area, in a rural area. We right. supposed to start STEM Illinois with Urbana-Champaign, University of Illinois and Urbana-Champaign in April. We supposed to start STEM, STEM Minneapolis, right, where George Floyd was killed 
in, in May, and all that's on hold. But as soon as COVID ends and we can get back to some sense of normalcy, we will be doing this in Minneapolis. But we, our goal, my goal and my dream is to have a million kids on Saturday doing STEM, hoping and dreaming and believing that one day they'll be one of the 14 million millionaires in the world or one of the 2,700 billionaires in the world. It is amazing that there's more billionaires in the world than there are NFL football players, and no former NFL football player is a billionaire. As a matter of fact, if you count it based on the day, they said Tyler Perry is an official billionaire today, but in, a, but in the black community, African-American community, there's only about six billionaires, and there's only one of them that didn't make it in entertainment athletics, and that's uh, Robert Smith, and his background is STEM, chemical engineering from Cornell. So my point is that I want to give our kids, give our community the opportunity to create the resources that we need so that we never have to stand on a corner again like in the aftermath of Katrina waiting on another man, another woman, another government to do for us yes. what we otherwise could do for ourselves. Yes. So that's when, yes. I, when I say hope, that's what I'm talking about. Hope is that little voice in your head that whispers maybe when the whole world is screaming no. And for me, and probably for many of your listeners, their whole life, they probably thought their damn name was no. Can I go here? No. Can I do this? No. Can I dream this? No. Can I have a worldwide podcast? No. Can I be a doctor in engineering? No. I'm here today to tell you the world may be telling you no, but Jesse and Dr. Calvin Mackey tonight are telling you yes. And when you believe no man, no woman can stop what God has impregnated within you when you get up and put one foot before the next every day intentionally and consistently. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Mackey. I, I, I have no words. Listeners, we had a special treat this evening. Um, I thank you so much for your time you. this evening. And I encourage all of those that are listening to really adhere to Dr. Mackey's words and to just really reach for the stars. Um, thank you all so much for listening this evening. And you can stay tuned, same time, same place. Uh, within the next two weeks to see and hear a new dynamic interview with us. Have a good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us this week on this Life I Live in Truth podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.thislifeiliveintruth.com, where you can stay connected and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on any and all platforms, or for you to simply tell a friend. Feel free to also check out our e-course, Finding Your Purpose. Until next time, listeners, cancel the noise and seek the truth that is often found in the light.